Everyone has opinions. Most of them are trash. Join us each week as we get to the bottom of the heap, sifting through topics ranging from pop culture to Pop-Tarts. In the end, only one trash talker will reign refuse supreme. Disagree? Too bad. Welcome to Your Opinion is Trash. prepared this week so enjoy it That's That's it. it folks that was the one joke good night <laughs> how's it going it's a weird vibe in here it is a little weird it's a weird it's a weird day it's a weird vibe it's a weird day yeah. it's been a while since we recorded one so. this will help there we go yeah word from our sponsors carbonation <laughs> yeah Slightly weird vibe today. The sun's out. The sun's out, which is strange. It's, which is strange. Not here. Here we're doing uh, really moody rain. Okay. Oh. Well, that's it. We'll be doing that for the next twenty-eight days in New Orleans. So. Yeah. yeah. We did a we did a switcheroo today. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. had a like sip of scotch yesterday, and I can still like feel it in my throat. So mm-hmm. that's that's a that good feeling, too. though, right? I I wouldn't say so. No, <laughs> I, it wasn't pleasant. Scotch oh. just tastes like 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 fire ashes. Maybe you had bad scotch. No, no, no. I think I just drank it wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you put it, it's it's best when it goes in the mouth. Yeah. That's why. That's why. You got to learn these things the hard way, though. Yeah. I understand. See, weird vibe. Beginner. It's a yeah, beginner's thing. Super weird. All right. So yeah. <laughs> so welcome to this week's episode of Your Opinion Is Trash. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. Uh, it is. Claire's here. AJ's here. I'm back. AJ's. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm back, friends. I know you've missed me from last week, but I'm back. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Maybe it was an episode I wasn't on. Maybe. Maybe. AJ got a new phone today, so he was very frustrated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> While some people might be happy, I was deeply upset. Deeply upset about it. I like my other one. Well, well, basically the same exact thing. What was your other phone? Was it a Razor? Yeah. Uh, no, no, Claire. It was the kind that plugged into the wall, and I told people <laughs> not to call it after 7 p.m. It was a tin can with a string, and we were lucky to have it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Keith and I are also here. Yes, we are. (laughs) We are Um, here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This week is, uh, we are doing a continuation of our SNL four-part series arc that we are completing on this show. So this is a sequel. So this is a sequel. It's like a podcast within a podcast. Kind of, sort of. Whoa! Inception. It's very Christopher Nolan of us. Yes, mm-hmm. which, like, which you know I dislike greatly. Yes. So. I have a feeling that people will binge the SNL episodes. Oh, that'd be fun. I oh. enjoy that. I mean, they're not coming out one after the other. This right. is true, but I mean, like, like those people in Lithuania. What else are they doing? Right. I don't know. I've never well, been to Lithuania. No idea. Eventually, we'll package it as you know yes. the best of SNL and sell it to Comedy Central. Correct. Yes, exactly. and it will, it will be on sale in the blockbuster bin for like. Four ninety nine. Yep. At all times. <laughs> yep. At all times. At all times. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so I'm not going to go into what SNL is again because we've already done that for one episode. Just to, I'm just gonna. Well, it does mean Saturday Night Live. If someone were to confuse it with something like Smith National Labor, mm. which is a union, Ooh, sure, okay. sure. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Are you done? <laughs> we got a, we got a deep breath in New York. <laughs> So we we used to make episodes that were only like thirty and forty minutes long, and then now we will ask for more. Now our episodes are rarely under an hour, and I feel like we should maybe get back to our roots. Sure, sure. (laughs) Fire away. The editor gave me the hurry up symbol. Um. So the first episode uh, that we did ended in 1985, went up to 1985 cast members. Mm -hmm. So these cast members that we'll be discussing this week are from 1986 to 1994. That was a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. We call it the Claire Gresham years because I was born in 1986. This is formative years for many of us. These are great, great years. Um, And is this when Lauren Michael came back? He came back, right, in like 86? 85? One of those two years. I don't remember. I'm sure I said it on the first episode. He what? Yes. But he's, the, he's there. Yes. But he's yeah. there for this. Yes. Appendices refer back to episode one. Yep. For exactly. But just to be facts. clear, this is not the Christine Ebersole years. No. No. It is not. When was Christine Ebersole on? Like 81? Oh, okay. Like early 80s. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I, I think AJ should go first. And then... You're drinking a lot already, so I want to get you going while you're still like oh, conscious. I'm, I'm so I'm so uh, flustered. Okay, do you not want to go? Do you not want to do this? No, I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Give us a word from your sponsor. You're drinking there. Yeah, Our sponsor is uh, Trader Joe's boxed wine. Hooray! Hooray! Mixed with. Uh, mixed with the uh, lemon liqueur. Oh, it's a great It's a great spritzer, and it is also cheap as shit. <laughs> so that's um, the dream. It's, it's a good. It's a good. Oh, my spritzer! Come on, Ken. It's a good drink. It's, uh, it's like a kitty. It's like a kitty cocktail with a five to six percent alcohol. Dreams. Now, um, all right. So Saturday Night Live best. 85 to 95, right? Good years, right? These were, you know, uh, I was between ages zero and uh, nine, I suppose. So, you know, I think that most kids usually discover SNL in in those years, you know, even when you don't get all the jokes uh, or, or, you know, you have a bedtime that is enforced. Mm-hmm. Although on a Saturday, really, who had a bed? Um <laughs> But I, I, I selected someone, and it won't surprise people that know my affinity for The Simpsons. I selected someone that, you know, the Venn diagrams of Simpsons and SNL have tremendous overlap here. And that is Phil Hartman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So maybe this continues my streak of not horrible choices. But, I like, <laughs> but, but Phil Hartman was, you know, uh, first of all, like, he was one of the best straight men in many sketches, right? He really let others shine well. And sure. I have to say, I admire that. Yeah. Because he was a deeply funny man himself. Right. Yeah. And absolutely could, you know, if he's if he's like the, the, the buffoon in, in the sketch, he could shine very easily. But, but very often, like, Phil Hartman was like, he was a little bit older than a lot of the cast members then at that time, so he frequently sure. was playing dad roles. Yeah. 
uh, you know, famously, you know, he was always the dad and Matt Foley down right. by the river. Sure. Yeah. Kept a straight face. Yeah. Like the only person. <laughs> In that sketch. The only yeah. person who could really put a straight face. And, um, and of course, he was... Phil Herman was also, like, super dapper and, like, just, like, very good at playing, like, a... Yes. Like a dapper man in a suit. Yes. Like he was very good at that. And he has that, he has that charismatic uh, voice. News anchor. That sort of news thing. anchor, <laughs> you know, he, like, he was like him and Kelsey Grammer were the voices of the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, oh. Sure, sure, sure. And, oh, um, Kelsey Glamour. That's <laughs> right. And, and, you know, shall we mention also a major Simpsons star. Yeah, right? Of course. Yeah, of course. guest star. So, um, you know, Phil Hartman also was, uh, and I know two great guys played Clinton. Right, because mm-hmm. Phil Hartman started Clinton. Daryl Hammond finished Clinton. Yeah, because I think that Phil left the show sometime in the middle of Clinton's term. Sure. Um, or maybe yeah, like in his second term. But uh, his Hartman as Clinton <laughs> going to McDonald's with the yep. Secret Service. Yep, yep, yep. When he was jogging. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. No, it's classic. So Those are the Warlords uh, speech. Where he's yes. like Warlords. He's just eating. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny that it harkens back to, for me because I, I did I did watch that sketch a few days. Ago. It harkens back to a time where it was like it's absurd that that was what was funny about our politics. The fact that like uh, the president liked to indulge in McDonald's yeah, so he, a like, little bit. A shit ton that of was the big yeah. deal. Not like he was like a fascist with white supremacist, <laughs> you know, underpinnings and. and Deeply problematic. Right, well, Clinton things. had some skeletons that came out. He did, <laughs> sure. Yeah, of course. He, he banged a lot of ladies. Simpler time. He did. But Simpler time. Just the fact oh, that. Oh, I was like, talking about the fact that he played the saxophone. I'm sorry. What, oh, <laughs> what were, yes. What were yes. we getting at? I believe that, yes, it had a female name. It was Saxophonia. Oh, um, my goodness. Oh. That <laughs> seems factual. You know, so it's just so funny to think that, that, you know, that was Clinton. And then thereafter, we had basically, like, we moved into, like, the war criminal Bush, you know, and then Trump. And nowadays... We had a person in between those. Obama, you're right. And Obama, they didn't do very much. <laughs> Forgot all about him. Didn't but they, 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 I don't remember him Jay Farrow. They didn't really care. Lampooning him? Not, yeah. No, not so much. Well, and now, we, and now we're mean, back with Biden, and they seem to, they won't touch him. They, they never do Biden now that he's president. Maya Rudolph just hosted, and he was, and they had uh, the guy playing Biden. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not talking about that though. Not much. Back to Phil Hartman. Anyway, back to Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, look, I, I, I wish I. They was... also really made fun of Joe Biden falling down the fucking stairs three times <laughs> on weekend <laughs> updates. So just oh, FYI, I fall asleep before that. Okay, that's uh, fine. You know that's why I fall asleep before. <laughs> but if it's funny, I'll watch it the next day on the YouTube. There you go. There it is. Um, so. I don't know what else do I have to say. Phil Hartman. I don't know. Brilliant, funny, stand-up dude, tragic life ending. Well, yeah, as with so oh, yeah. many it's, SNL Yeah, but people. it didn't have anything to do with drugs. No, yeah, like, it wasn't self-inflicted in any way. That I remember was Phil Hartman died. His horrible wife murdered him. Like, well, she had a lot. She had a lot of issues. <laughs> she did, but it would have been better if she didn't murder him. I agree wholeheartedly. No, that's, a, that, that's an agree. Yeah. Did you know that his wife is in the credits of SNL? She's like at the bar. You're right. With Actually, him being I did. Like I, did. I think yeah. I saw that in the Chris Farley documentary or something. But yeah. Yes. 
it's really sad. I remember when Phil Hartman died. Like, I remember, like, the news being, I like, did too. Phil yeah. Hartman yeah. was murdered. And I was like, that is so sad. Like I did, too. I think so that might have been one of my first kind of traumatic celebrity deaths. Yeah. In the sense that, like, it well, really it hit like, me hard. Yeah, I, just, I was like, oh, I know who that person is. Like, yeah. I recognize that. So, like, that's that was just, like, a sad, that was, like, a sad thing. It's a dark thing. I feel, for me, I think it was, like, so traumatic that every time somebody talks about Phil Hartman, I'm like, oh, is he still alive? Oh, no, he died. Wait, yeah. was it terrible? Oh. And then yeah. I just, like, go down this terrible. whole rabbit hole. Yeah. 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 But Phil Hartman's great. Yeah, I for mean. For his brief career, he made such an impact. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, he what, had. He what had, TV show was he on? Well, he was on News Radio. News Radio. News Radio. For many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He had a tremendous impact. And, uh, you know, it, it, it. people still know him today, which is kind of astounding because he's been. 20 years. Yeah. Um, in the, I mean, in the Grantland bracket, he came in second. Which is, did he? He went to the championship. That's bananas to wow. me. I mean, he's, he lost to Will Ferrell? He did. Yeah. Well, eh, different times. They're not in. We're not going to talk about that right now. Yeah, that's later. But, but it's, you know, as, in like in sports terms, you know, you have like a glue guy, utility player. Yeah. That's, that's Phil the, Hartman. Yeah. Phil Hartman. He was the, you know, he was grounding every scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Because without, I don't think you can have the the silliness of Matt Foley without Phil Hartman being completely like he's like he's been down in the basement drinking coffee for four hours, <laughs> like that's so funny yeah. on its own. Yeah. And then it took. I him do think that that's what SNL is sort of like lacking today. It's like yeah. good straight man, a good straight I, person hey, yeah. or yeah. woman, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. But uh, strangely, the person that reminds me of Phil Hartman today is, and I just this sound crazy. Yep. Brian Cranston. Oh no, I can oh, see yeah. that. They, they, they both have a sense of gravitas, but they're both <laughs> also square jaw. They're square jaw, <laughs> the brown. They're both also huge goofballs. Yes, very goofballs. They make like, a good caricature. Yes. When you get to watch them be ridiculous, it's like yeah, oh yeah, yeah good call. No, that's a good call. No, that makes sense. Um, like maybe, maybe this speaks to my my day, but I was like, wait, Brian Cranston's on SNL now. <laughs> so confused for a second. Should be. I think that's just speaking to the gin you're drinking, Glare. <laughs> Speaking yeah, well, you. you know what? It makes me silly. And it, you know, if for a guy who never really had a character, it took him so long to get unfrozen caveman lawyer. Yeah. Which yes, was yes. like so weird and so specific. And then he finally gets a character and you cannot tell it's him. Yep. I mean, the voice, yeah. of course, is there. So I'm just funny. a caveman. Like, the delivery <laughs> was brilliant. And it was always the same thing, but it was yep. always very funny. And, uh, oh no, Phil Hartman. He's, you know, yeah, tops. He's, yeah. yeah, he's great. When Natalie asked us about this, um, and uh, I think when we started, we weren't, we were, we, we were deciding whether we were going to do like decades all time or, or like genders. Time. And, but my automatic answer was Phil Hartman. So like I had then what? had to, the other decades I had to like think about and fill in. Phil Hartman was my, if it was all time, it would be him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Good old Phil, and I didn't take too long. You did a good job. R.I.P. Pour some out. R.I.P. You did good, Grandpa. Good job. Here's the Phil. Hooray. I'll go next. All right. Um, Because I'm going to stick with people who are dead. Oh, <laughs> dear. <laughs> I have a feeling I know who you're I think I know. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think my choice is probably pretty obvious, but... um. I, I've chosen uh, Christopher Crosby Farley as my favorite. Speaking of Excellent. Yeah. Chris Farley was one of my favorite. I've heard of him. Yeah, right? I've heard of him. Which is crazy because like Phil Hartman, Chris Farley has been dead since 1997. 
blow your mind. Wow. Yeah. He's been dead for so long. Which is, what Twitter has established recently that referring to the 90s is like referring to the 60s. Right. And it just makes Whoa. it feel like, real weird. So Chris Farley died, unfortunately, in 1997 when he was only 33 years old. Nuts. Which is... Mm. Oh, the cursed days, So right? bananas to me. Yeah, that's 27 and 33. 27 and 33. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Belushi died when he was 33. Uh, um, 33 is more for like famous comedians yeah. and or Carpenter Christ figures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Correct. Yes. I'm sorry, Bob Vila died at 33. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so Chris Farley is fucking great. Yep. He was... Um, he was a part of the Chicago Second City Theater scene. He was like originally part of like the traveling crew. Mm-hmm. He was in it with he and Bob Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk. Were at the same time. Bob yes. Odenkirk actually created the Matt Foley character. He did. Whoa, he did. He, and Matt and, and Matt Foley is a name of like Chris Farley's friend who then became a priest and he came and saw the show one night and he like was like, I'm just gonna name him Matt Foley because Matt Foley's here. <laughs> like that's the one that stuck. <laughs> that and apparently funny. He's like really the Matt Foley like really deep lunging is like from his rugby coach at Marquette. <laughs> like it's all it's all a beautiful like amalgamation of all these things that oh. created Matt Foley, which is truly one of the funniest characters that I like can ever think of. Oh yeah. That's the 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 episode where Christina Applegate hosts and her and David Spade are just losing their minds yeah, they can't at Chris Farley. They cannot it's if you've never seen it, please please Google it and watch it because it's one of the best things ever. Um, the only person that can is Phil Hartman. Um, but yeah, it's great. Chris Farley was from Madison, Wisconsin. He uh, corn and cheese fed yeah, from he's Wisconsin. Such he's just oh, I just want to like hug him. I yeah. love Chris Farley. He's so freaking cute. Best. Um, like I just love him. Um, yeah, he went to went to Marquette University. Played rugby. His, his, oh, his right. character, his character in uh, Black Sheep, is very similar. I feel like to his like actual life. Sure, like sure. he plays mm. football slash rugby in like Black Sheep I, or football there. He's mm. a camp counselor there. He was also a camp counselor in real life. And then in Tommy Boy, he wears his like rugby, rugby uniform, uh, like at the main polo. Yeah, yeah. So I I like Tommy how Boy is one of my favorite films. It's great. I think Tom, like, it's excellent. I rewatched Tommy Boy like two or three times over the pandemic because it just brings me so much joy. And it's I was so like, good. And I watched that when I was so young, and I was like, "This is why." I was like, "Yeah, this is why I pick a lot of the men I pick." <laughs> <laughs> it all makes a lot of sense in my brain. Um, also, oddly, very quotable. If I, I feel oh like it God. works its way into my God, my everyday. Tommy Boy is one of the most quotable yeah. movies. Yeah, that's like, gonna, that's going to leave a mark. I don't I don't know if like Chris Farley invented that, but like but, that's going to leave a mark. That's that's from yeah, Tommy Boy. Yeah. That's from Tommy Boy. Oh, so he. Uh, Joined uh, SNL in 1990. Same season Chris Rock joined. Um, Apparently him, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, Tim Meadows, and David Spade were the bad boys of SNL. I love that David Spade was one of the bad boys. Yeah, Yeah, Tim Meadows was one of the bad boys. I was going to say, good job, Tim Meadows. How'd you get Um, over that? Tim Meadows was always just... He was in every group. Like, you know, just, hey, Tim Meadows here, everybody. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Go be in Mean Girls now. Yep. He was, um, other famous Farley characters are, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, the soup, the bear super fans. Yeah, of course. Yes. Which is. So where's he? Heart attack. Um, the infamous Chippendales dancer audition with uh-huh. Swayze. Yes. That's, that's so exquisite. One of, where his pants almost come 
come down the entire time. Easily <laughs> top five SNL sketches of all time. Uh, Gap so Girls. Gap Girls. With, um, was that the Lego off on Star? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, oh my god, these fries are gut. <laughs> Kaya song? He was the lunch lady in Lunch yes. Lady Land. With his kicks. With his beautiful with his yes. high kicks. Gorgeous dancing. He was a wonderful yeah. dancer. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Chris Farley. He would just pirouette and then yeah, fall. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then he was the host of the Chris Farley show. Oh, God. Brilliant. And he just. He uh, with uh, Jeff Daniels. Fucking Jeff Daniels. The one with Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Is, is that a hoax? <laughs> is that a hoax? He's, he's so Midwestern. He's so quiet. And he like just trails off of questions. And none of the questions make any sense. It's amazing. Um, oh, one of my favorites. Or the one he interviews Jordan is good. Michael yes. Jordan. Sure. When, when he's doing the Zagat Guide. Um, oh, hey. With, with, with Sandler, I mean, Sandler's just the old man. He's just in Sandler's face. Harley is the wife. He's just this close. He's so close so to close. Sandler. Dear God, give me cancer. Kill me now. <laughs> um, it's it just Chris Farley brings me immense joy. Oh yeah. Um, he was my pick when we were picking all uh, like sure, all sure. around. He sure. was my number one pick. Um. And then, yeah, and then he and, you know, Adam Sandler were, like, all famously fired at the end of the 1995 season. They were. They were. Um, yeah. which, I didn't know that they were fired. Yeah, they, they, were, they were just like, deuces, we don't need your kind here anymore. Lauren, Lauren had to start first. Yeah, they were a lot. Um, apparently, he was, like, a very large uh, prankster. I'm sure. Also, uh, Chris Rock said he's definitely seen Chris Farley's genitals more than Chris Farley's girlfriends ever did. Because <laughs> he just was... Antless all the time. That's how. Uh, I don't know. If you, that's how Fat Guy in a Little Coat started <laughs> from from Tommy Boy because he would take David Spade's coat and be like, "Is this your coat?" <laughs> he just walked. Fat around. Guy in a Little Coat. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Just like a then, brilliant physical comedian. Oh yeah. Insane. Like brilliant. so good. Um. And then yeah. So and then he was you know he's in Wayne's World, Coneheads, Airheads, Billy Madison, like all, all the heads. Things, all the heads. Tommy <laughs> Boy, Black Sheep. Those were like huge. Black Sheep, not as huge as Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um. Beverly Hills Ninja. And then he fucking died. Sure that did. Was, like the end of it. And it's such a bummer because he had like so many things that were like he. I mean like. I mean, this sort of came out, like, not very long ago. I guess I probably learned it maybe in that documentary that came out two years ago about Chris Farley, but he had recorded, like, 90% of Shrek. Shrek, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. And I kind of remember that. And, and then they had to and the people, And the people, like, creators of Shrek, asked his family, they're like, do you want us to find someone to pretend to be Chris Farley, or would you rather us just recap, like, do the whole... And they were like we'd rather you just do the whole, do it with somebody else completely. Like, Ugh. and apparently Shrek was like, sounded like Chris Farley. It wasn't Scottish. No, it wasn't. wasn't like, no. It was just like a Chris, a crazy Chris Farley voice. Well, that makes sense. Cause they um, had, the Scottish choice never is addressed in any Shrek thing. And so I, so I guess they, you know, they asked Mike Myers to do it and he was like, I'm going to do the opposite of Chris Farley, which I guess. Which yeah. is fair. Which is, no, I think it's, yeah, that's, that's. But yeah, they, I mean, me. that documentary and there's, I think there's some other like YouTube stuff too of, of the, like the the pages flipping through and you just yeah. you just hear Farley's voice. Yep. And it's like you're watching like the, the animation. You can, yeah. yeah, you can like hear And it's just stuff. Farley and like which would have worked, of course. Oh of course, yeah. Been great. Um Yeah, so it's a uh, he he was just he was a joy to watch that person perform. Um and it like 
makes me deeply sad that he passed away. I think I, my other favorite thing also is that Adam Sandler, like, has repeatedly said, if Chris Farley were still alive, Kevin James would not be in any of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> because the only reason Kevin James is in movies is because Farley is Farley's dead. not here. And I think it's so funny. Yeah. Speaking of Kevin really James, honest. that motherfucker is playing Sean Payton in a movie. <laughs> I can't, like I can't comment. I can't, I can't, anyway. I can't professionally comment on this. <laughs> Wait, Sorry, we'll, we'll talk what? About it we'll talk about it later. Yeah. We can't talk about it because Keith works with the... After the pod <laughs> slash another pod. Anyway. Oh my God. Anyway, um, yeah. But that is weird news. It's weird news, yes. So I love that Adam Sandler just is like, oh, fuck yeah, fuck this Kevin James guy. We would not know if Chris Farley were alive. Um, oh and God, the, so many of the movies would be so much better. Right? Well, I know. Uh, well. <laughs> But it's also, and Adam really, Sandler wrote this beautiful song when he, like, for his, like, comedy special yes. about him, and then he played it on SNL when he hosted, and it's really lovely. And uh, this weekend, Kid Cudi wore a Chris Farley shirt while he was performing. Um, it was real sweet. It's great. Everyone seems to really fucking love Chris Farley. I don't, like, nobody has anything ever bad to say about him, except, you know. That's generally true. He had true a raging for, drug, yes. drug, drug and alcohol problem. Which People from the Midwest are generally beloved. I mean, yeah. They he are just, beloved. <laughs> generally, AJ. He seems so lovely. Um, and I, and I, like, I'm going to get the probably most of the movies wrong, so I won't mention them, but I know there were plenty of things he was like attached to yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time of his death, including like, a, like Confederacy like, of Dunces. There, there, there was a Ghostbusters 3, Confederacy uh, of Dunces. There was some movie with Vince Vaughn he was like slated to do. Yeah. Didn't he die while doing Wagons East? Or was that John Candy? That was, uh, it was the Matthew um, That was it, it was Wagons movie. East. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so it's a real bummer yeah. because Chris Farley did nothing but bring joy to like seemingly everyone that he ever met in his life. Um, so it's you'd be hard pressed to find a cast member of any uh, yeah, era who doesn't that like. had that has like two of probably the funniest yeah. sketches of all time being Chippendales and the like OG Matt Foley. It's too yeah. it's too much. Those are those are it's classic. So good. Yeah, and the, yeah, they're pretty it, perfect. They're great, and like he was like him and David Spade were like best friends. Yeah, and they you know people. We're mad at David Spade for not going to his funeral. Mm. And then David Spade recently, like, commented on that in an interview where he was like, I couldn't, I couldn't go. He's like, I was too sad. Uh, sure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, Chris Farley is awesome. He's my pick. And it's a good one. I can't wait to watch so much Chris Farley stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to watch another one. Another one. Yes. yes. Pour some out. Chris yes. Farley. All right. I did, but that's a, a great example of well, both of your picks because yeah. uh, you know obviously Christina Applegate's losing it the whole time. David Spade can't keep it together. I mean, he physically shakes him at one point. Yeah. I mean, what's you know what's the point? But when uh, Chris Farley goes over to Phil Hartman and he's like, "What's that over here? Is that, is that next Bill Shakespeare?" And he's like, "Actually, we encourage Chris, you know, in his writing." Dad, I wish you'd just shut your big yeah, like right in his face, and Hartman doesn't break. No. And like you, I think the audience is almost like stunned because then Chris Farley goes over and then just starts tightening his belt. Yeah. You know, and like we move on to the next joke. But like, are you kidding me? Chris Farley just screaming in your face, shut your big yapper. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you know what? I'm actually very thankful that that's one of the characters that they didn't try to spin off into a film. Because mm. so well, many they SNL. They might have tried. <laughs> well, they may have. But yeah, so many SNL characters that are brilliant in their short form 
then are put into long form films and they it just it becomes relentless and sure. I don't know yeah. what you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies man. Mary Catherine Dollar. Yeah. Um well we're gonna let Keith go next. He can talk about a person who parlayed a sketch into a very successful movie. I can. <laughs> Speaking of Shrek, okay. So um when <laughs> Uh, when I knew we were breaking up into these uh, eras, I, I was mostly concerned about this one because there's there's a lot, a lot of people to pick from. To pick from this was so not easy. Eighty six ninety four was when I really started paying attention yeah. to SNL because prior to that I was not alive. Correct. Yeah. So um, <laughs> good point. Yes, there are many many great names to choose from in this era, but in the end, the name I had to go with is Stuart Rankin, perhaps. You know him better as Lothar, or <laughs> Kenneth Reese Evans, or Philip, the hyperactive hypoglycemic, or Dieter, maybe Ed Miles, a.k.a. middle-aged man, <laughs> Simon, who likes to do drawings, maybe Linda Richman, or <laughs> Wayne Campbell. Uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, you've been listening too long, and you have no idea what's going on. I'm referring to Canadian treasure, Mike Myers. Yay. Yay. The first still alive person. Yeah. <laughs> We're not worthy. We're, We're not, not worthy. worthy. Okay, Mike Myers, uh, 89 to 95, mm -hmm. which was an interesting time because he wasn't really part of like the old yes. guard. Right. So many high-waisted, pleated pants. <laughs> of course. Um, and then, but he also wasn't part of like the new kids with Farley and Sandler. Yeah, yeah. So like he was stuck mainly in the middle. I like Mike Myers so much for all of the characters I just named, but also he excelled at two things. Um, there, there are like several different documentaries and things out there about SNL, and Will Ferrell really articulates the differences between funny haha and funny weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is like a this is an SNL thing. Funny weird usually airs toward the end of the yes. episode. Yes. Probably nobody's watching and all that sort of stuff. But Mike Myers did a lot of both. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have Funny Haha, -ha, Wayne's World, yeah. you know, Coffee Talk, and then Funny Weird, like Sprockets, oh, which is fucking oh bizarre. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> but it's very so funny. so genius. It uh, might be my favorite Mike Myers work. It's so funny. It's it's great. I mean, he never stops moving his shoulders never. the entire time. <laughs> never. Um, and then other, other things, I just have a few bullet points here. Like he has seemingly unending energy as he appeared in like every sketch, yeah. he was he was in the original Superfans, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so he even yeah. like cranked up his That's accent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, he did what he was. I believe he was Pat Arnold, um, <laughs> which their names don't matter. Right. Uh, with Robert Smigel, Smigel and, you know, and George, George Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, of course. Um, and he had he had three regular <laughs> characters like Wayne Campbell, Linda Richmond, Dieter. While some ca cast members never had any. Yeah. You know, these were all like in, like in you know ninety one, ninety two, like in the middle of his run. Um, he could do the ensemble stuff like super fans. He could do middle-aged man, which again was pretty bizarre, but they put it like in the middle of the show. Sure. Just a guy who runs down the street and then like breathes heavily. Uh, <laughs> and then a lot of the stuff he did was, was either like completely solo, like the Simon being in the bathtub, yep. doing drawings, or like he, he did a lot of the interview stuff. Like on Sprockets, he interviewed Kyle McLaughlin. Yep. Um, <laughs> my favorite. Of course. Dream Dream Kyle McLaughlin. Shout out. Uh, Woody Harrelson was also. And like th yep. these, these are like, you know, hosts that like are very confused <laughs> about what's going yep. on. Yep. And then when they got, when they looked their most confused, Mike Myers would yell at them, touch my monkey, touch him, love him. 
Why? We don't know. We're never going to know. Um, I feel like, and again, I mentioned this a little bit at the beginning, but I feel like he was sometimes overlooked or got lost in the shuffle of like Dana Carvey and like John Lovitz and Phil Hartman. And then also on the other end, you had Sandler and Farley and Spade, but he was like kind of in the middle of that. Yeah. Um, not to say that Mike Myers has ever been overlooked in his career, but no, like. he's doing fine. <laughs> but he <laughs> wasn't like fun. really a part of the old guys or the new crew. So like he was kind of just there in every fucking sketch. Yeah. Um, catchphrases. This is a thing that I don't know if anybody has more on SNL. He's got, we have Cheeky Monkey. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Stop looking at my bum. Uh, no big whoop. Um, I was as happy as a little girl. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Touch my monkey. Verklempt. And we're not even going to get into the Wayne's World stuff. Uh, speaking of Wayne's World, yes. of course that became Funny Haha. It was like the biggest sketch on the show. It opened the show. Last, like, it was like the cold open a lot. Um, oh, yeah, it was. But the very first time they did, they did a, uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers did a recent uh, Zoom interview with uh, Jimmy Fallon. And they said the first time we went on, um, we were on a portion of the Studio 8H stage where uh, sketches go to die. <laughs> um, and they like they explain that uh, this is the dead corner that doesn't have an audience looking at you at all. Oh, wow. Um, and you're just performing to monitors. Um, and they were the last sketch of the evening. Um, everybody has to watch it on a monitor. And you're, <laughs> like Myers said, and you're like, is anyone watching? Um, <laughs> you feel like you're sending it out into space. And so they would like, they like jumped up and down to pump themselves up. And they like played teenagers, which obviously they were not. And uh, uh, I think, yeah, this is Dana Carvey said, uh, and then you're last up and you're over in the corner and trying to be defiant. And eventually it caught on. Um, <laughs> so good thing that, you know, Lauren yeah. Michaels put that on the air. It also kind of makes it work, though, if everyone has to watch Wayne's World through monitors because it was a TV It was a TV show. Correct. So I think yeah. maybe Lauren knew Ooh, what he was doing. Sometimes he knows what's going on. <laughs> Um, and then obviously he would go on to be a major movie star, um, kind of, you know, owned the decade there. And the only thing you like, if you look up like top 10 list and like, if, if you ever feel like Mike Myers isn't mentioned with like the greats of SNL, a lot of people mention like oversaturation, like they, they used him oh, yeah, a lot. The cat in the hat. That's what it, well, of that's course. That's what it is for me. Oh, <laughs> sure. Good pick, Claire. <laughs> and he was. I mean, like, all those characters I named, they were, like, at the same time. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't on that long, you know. Uh, he left of his own accord yeah. uh, in the 94-95. Didn't finish the season. Uh, moved on. Yeah, that was the infamous 20th season where so much shit went down. That's the one where Lauren was like, legitimately, we thought this was the absolute last year it was happening. I thought this was, we, we were going to have to quit. Yeah. Because they, like, the 20th season is like bananas. Yeah. Just interpersonal stuff? Just so many people, like, he left in the middle, Janine Garofalo left in the middle, um, Al Franken left in the middle of the season, like, so many, and like, all kinds of crazy shit happened. Chris Elliott was there. Chris Elliott was there. Laura Keitlinger was <laughs> Just there. Just around. Janine, yeah, it's a lot of weird stuff happened in that season. Oh. Yeah, and Mike Myers was like, gonna make movies. <laughs> so Deuces, y'all. Yeah. Um, we could spend an entire other podcast on his movie career, but yeah, I just, I love the fact that he could he could do the lead thing. He could be in the background of super fan stuff. Um, and then, like, just, I think, he, and he, of course, he came from, like, the Second City and the Canadian model of, like, sketch comedy. And I feel like, and maybe it's the Canadian thing, but Lauren Michaels trusted him with a lot. Sure. Because those yeah. most of his stuff was funny weird. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's World is easily the most mainstream thing he did, but, like, Lothar of the Hill People, where it's just, like, a meeting of, like, it's like a men's club. So weird. Where they're cavemen. Like, so it's just weird. fucking bizarre. Um, but yeah, I, you know, Mike Myers, I, I often did the, one of the weirder ones he did was that they did like, uh, like 
theater stories and he was like this British guy who yeah. like had to go to the bathroom yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And they had tra- and Phil Hartman played Charlton Heston. Yeah. He kept calling him Charlton Intestine. Get us Like it was the it was so strange. It's seven and a half minutes long. That's too long. It's way too long. Yeah. And not that funny. But he was committed. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. No. Um and yeah, so I'm going with Mike Myers, eighty nine ninety five. I think it was hundred and twenty episodes. And I do love that he was just like, not going to finish the season. Yeah, bye, everybody. This is a trash fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knew what was about And then happen. made like 19 Austin Powers movies. Sure. Right. Could have just stopped. He could have. <laughs> Maybe there were uh, Spoiler alert, there's a fourth in the works. What? No. True oh. story. He's too old. It's been in the works for a long time. Maybe it won't ever happen. It probably won't. Permanent. Be. Maybe maybe it's where he passes on the legacy to Shia LaBeouf. Oh, oh no. no. That sounds awful. He can't make movies anymore. No. It's just getting worse. We've canceled him. There is another Indiana Jones movie, though. That's not happening. Harrison Ford's going to be. It's happening. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it. Yeah. Maybe she's going to be the new Indiana Jones. That's my theory. I'd be very into that as long as she's not the goddamn love interest to a hundred-year-old no, man. Yes, no, yes, please. Last thing I'll right. say is please tune back in for the bonus episode where we talk exclusively about So I Married a Max Murder. Oh, great. No, into it. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, it's, we're recording that tonight. Oh, Let's do it. Great. It's on Hulu now. Phil so Hartman's it. in it. Everyone here calls me Biggie. Oh, <laughs> the fruit. Of the devil, <laughs> my favorite line reading ever. Uh, it's it's on, uh, yeah, it's on Hulu. Hulu yes. Yeah, that movie's great. Oh fuck yes. Oh that right. I am I gonna watch tonight. Bonus then. episode about it. Now I'm thrilled. Let's fucking go. <laughs> All right, Claire. Hurried up. We got to do a bonus episode. Claire, I think I've set everyone up really nicely tonight. So. <laughs> I feel I feel very well set up um, to round out this old white man worship fest. Yes, it's a um, real men fest. Sorry, <laughs> Look, if, when you're thinking about like an SNL performer, right? You you're looking for certain qualifications. Like we know that they are looking for certain things when people audition for SNL. Uh-huh. So that is sort of the framework of how I chose my performer. Um, they have to be sort of multi-skilled, or well, they used to. Um, where you have to be good at sketch comedy, you have to be good at impressions, yeah. you have to be good at, you have to be a good team player too. Yeah. So I've chosen someone who sometimes goes a little like under the radar when you're talking about best of, just because he doesn't, he has like several iconic characters, but doesn't have like you know, pantheon of characters. Okay. You're not going to be like this and this and this and this. You're going to get about like four or five, but they're so solid and they damn near saved the show. I'm of course going with Dana Carvey. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that was, that was a... <laughs> Hooray. I think that Dana Carvey is one of the most like unique, weird, balls to the wall, hilarious performers in the entire history of the show. My choice has heard of him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I also think he is like the best impersonator. Oh, he's ever. Quite good. He's excellent. I just watched him do an interview with Stephen Colbert, I believe, where he did a spot on Joe Joe Biden. Biden. Spot it's so good. Like, one, we're gonna do the thing. It, Two, it's the second it's, one. It was, Three, it's so funny. It's very, very good. And I think, I think it's on Too Funny to Fail where they talk about the reason Dana Carvey is so good at impressions is that he doesn't do like a. It's not like an audio impression in that he's not trying to sound exactly like the voice. Correct. He sounds exactly like the pattern. It's of the speaking. cadence and the pat and the speech pattern. 
and that's yes. he's doing it. It's perfect. That documentary so is so good. It's yeah, so it good. Keith made too me funny watch to that. fail, which is yeah. about the Dana Carvey show. Yeah, Keith made it's me watch that documentary Hulu. when it came out, and it was it is Excellent. it is so good. It's, on Hulu, it's so right? good. Yeah. It's great. It will, it will all, if you, if you've never really thought of Dana Carvey as an excellent performer, first of all, what's wrong with you? Second of all, don't come to my house. And third of all, <laughs> this documentary will teach you why he's amazing. Like yeah. it really does do a great job of looking at his career and the things that he is so good at that there's really a very limited market for. Yeah. Um, but one of those things is SNL. Like he was great on SNL. He had great characters. The church lady is like often said to have saved the show. It was like the renaissance of SNL Sure. Um, when the church lady came to play. And of course, Garth Algar, I mean, it didn't help that I looked like Garth Algar when I was <laughs> in high school. But I have to say, in, in the Wayne's World film, when they go to like get donuts and he's like, one jelly donut with a straw. It's like the funniest fucking thing that he eat. He drinks the jelly yeah. out of the donut. Yep. It's so Ugh, good. I it's love very it. weird. It's so weird and it's so good. It's so weird and so good. Um, here are some <laughs> facts. He's he's from Montana, so that's awesome. Montana's huh. great. Not many people from there. That's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I love Montana. I'm all about it. Never been. Um, <laughs> Dana sky, Carvey's brother. Dana Carvey's brother invented the video toaster, so that's the coolest thing I've ever heard of. What's a video toaster? Well, so glad you asked. You put the toast in. You can find the link on Wikipedia of where course. all of my research has come from. Yeah. And then while the toast is in the toaster, you watch a video of the toast toasting. <gasps> it's like filming it instead Incredible. of being glass because that's also a thing now but what a time it's a to little be alive. video of the toast wow that's amazing it's better than watching yeah. paint dry mm -hmm. the carvies are a cool crew out in montana <laughs> that's great uh he was also one of the mime um waiters in spinal tap what? yes uh, along with billy crystal who i think is the most obvious of the mime waiters but dan carvey's <laughs> one of them as well uh, and this is my favorite fact that I learned. He was a finalist to be the host of Double Dare for Nickelodeon. <gasps> but then really... he got he got SNL, so he withdrew his name, and it went to Mark Whoa! Summers, and made Mark Summers Ooh. the legend what that he is today. Life he would have. Mark Summers is always cleaning up Dana Carvey's sloppy <laughs> seconds. That's what I always say. I that's, mean, if there is a Hollywood right. Drewism, it is that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dana Carvey was a really good uh, president. He was a good George Bush. Oh God! He was so good. There's the there's the sketch where he's Not George H W and Ross Perot. And oh yeah, oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, I've 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 often heard it said about specifically Dana Carvey's George Bush is that you know it's a good impression when people impersonate the impression. Yeah. Because he right. wasn't, like, the things that he said, George Bush never said. Right. And he admits that. He's like, he never said, wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> like, that's just things that he thought <laughs> would he, what George Bush would say. Yeah. You know? <laughs> not got that, so not got that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But the Perot-Bush thing is, like, fucking, that's next level, man. Doing it's, both it's of brilliant. them. And it, 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 oh. may, it may be uh, overlooked, but, and I, I'm a, also a, a sort of a childish fan of gross-out humor, but Head Wound Harry was always... <laughs> oh, <laughs> head Wound Harry! <laughs> when the dog starts, like, 
eating the <laughs> it's it's very gross yeah but that's very like his sense of humor it's so wild yeah and yeah. like occasionally you get it and it's amazing chopping broccoli looks good <laughs> I mean, Hans and Franz is oh, well, hilarious to me. How can we forget? Yeah. Hear me now and you believe me later. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he's like, Kevin Neal at least was tall. Yeah. Like, Dana Carvey's yeah. so short yeah. and they just, they just flex. Just oh, very man. committed. Oh, just yeah. committed to it. Oh, that's, that's good. Fun. That's, yeah, good. that's good. He that's won good. an Emmy Award for his, uh, for SNL. I don't know. I'm sure all oh. of the people we mentioned did. Maybe not. Uh, in 93, know, he got Outstanding Individual oh, Performance in a Variety oh. or Music Program. Yeah, Kate McKinnon wow. has won one for that. That's awesome. Um, Good for Dana Carter. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. And still yeah, alive. Great. Still yes, alive. Yeah. That's what I did. I and did he did favorite. not die. Did, has not died. Hooray. He might have my favorite line from Wayne's World when he just says, If Benjamin were an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and dick. <laughs> <laughs> It's so oh, fucking yeah. weird. It's so it's weird. So he says weird. about Rob Lowe. Uh, about Rob Lowe, of course. Oh, yeah, Rob Lowe. Frequently, like the, the, frequently the villain in an SNL <laughs> yeah. cast Anything. spin-off film. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and he's in Austin Powers. Yes. Oh, my God. Not that's uh, SNL, but, you know. Yeah, but, but, still, but it's, it's an SNL adjacent. Yeah. Oh no, Dana Carvey's great, man. I mean, like, Churchly, the dance alone was so fun. But yeah. Say? I mean... That's <laughs> yeah, Dana Carvey's great. God, that was just and a... his funny little tiny mouth. I just love him. Just uh, well, isn't that special? I mean, like everyone said that it was such a weird yeah. time because like they they were very big on obviously like Lauren Michaels was like, who's got characters? We need yeah. fucking recurring characters. Yeah, because everybody right. in the seventies had no idea what the fuck was going on from week to week. Exactly. And then all but all of the interview things really like ratcheted up in like the eighties and nineties. Like they really wanted this. Because it's probably just a lot easier to read the teleprompter. Yeah, <laughs> but, there were a lot of catchphrases too. Oh yeah, that's you know, there that's were so one, many catchphrases. And I guess it's just when you know people like us went to school and started saying them over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, that's I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. enough. Oh my gosh, darn it! Gosh darn it! People like me. <laughs> Al Franken quit the show after that movie came out and bombed. Yeah. That's why he quit oh, SNL. Oh, the Stuart Smalley yeah. film. <laughs> why did they make a movie? Come on. Yeah, it's very dumb. This Please. isn't about Dana Carvey, but um, the other night we were just watching clips of uh, Friend of the Pod, Michael Keatone. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Of course. Friend of the Pod. Friend Hello, the pod. Michael. Hello, Michael. Good hear you. I almost changed my pick to be Michael Keaton because I was like, yeah, it's some of the stuff he does on SNL is so good. Yeah, that's... Like, shockingly good. Wild. Oh, what a good time! What a just yeah, definitely the Easter eggs one. That's the one that is so yeah with Michael Keaton. And what's great is that um, I think every I think almost every maybe, maybe not Mike Myers, but almost every one of our picks has a documentary about them that exists somewhere. Because you the Chris Farley documentary on Hulu is excellent. Dana Carvey show documentary is brilliant. That's a Hartman yeah. one? There is, there is a Phil Hartman uh, one about, uh, yeah, I think it was produced by ABC News. Oh. But I think it's on... Is it about him or is it about his murder? Uh, well, it's about his whole life. Okay, that's fine. Including <laughs> his unfortunate death. <laughs> <Okay. Got it. laughs> sure, got it. I don't know about Mike Myers, but there, needless to say, there's lots of, there's lots of uh, uh, you know, 
side projects about these people. Yeah. My brain I think okay. Mike Myers will have one, but probably naturally his, his story is still unwritten. It is. So I do is. feel like Mike Myers is due for like his like sad indie movie. You oh, know? probably. You're absolutely right. He, he needs, is due to he make a to, Steve Carell turn. His lost in yeah. translation. Or his Bill yeah, Murray yeah, yeah. turn. I, I was thinking Bill Murray, but Steve Carell also. There might I think there might be a Netflix thing happening. From what uh, there's, there's some feelers I put out on the internet. We, uh, like about a sad <laughs> Mike Myers movie? I just I think if there's some sort of series. Didn't he play the gong show host in something? He did, yeah. It was yeah. just the gong show, but he played a character. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. All right. But we're talking yeah. about SNL. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is, yeah, these are some of my favorite people on SNL. Oh, yeah. No, this so is a good. This is a good. Yeah, it's a good group. It's a really good group of people. And on the next episode, 1995. Yeah. Yeah, Lorraine Newman. <laughs> Ninety-five to 04, Let's tease it. Nine, yeah. Yeah. Ninety-five to 04 will be the next one. That's when uh, you know everyone said that SNL was dead. What? Yeah. Oh well. Oh, I mean, they said they, they say that every few years. I was like, they say SNL is dead since nineteen like eighty onward. Yeah. That's true. That's how it goes. And yeah. like, and oh, it, I just remembered who I picked. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Yeah, sorry for all the men, but the next one will have ladies in it, I promise. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this festival of men. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> festival of men. <laughs> I mean, Dana Carvey was church lady. Come that's on. That's true. And, and Mike Myers was Linda Richmond. That's true. Let's go. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> and Chris Farley played ladies. Flipped. Yeah, Bill Hartman. Yeah, really a lot of ladies. Like a lot of ladies. Not with that voice. Not with that voice. Not, yeah. Not right. Troy McClure. <laughs> Well, this was great. A dream. All of this is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. It's a good vibe now. It's a good vibe now. It's a good vibe. It's a better vibe. Let's go talk about Zyker. I drank a whole cup of gin. I can barely taste the scotch. I forgot that my phone broke until right now. Oh, that's good. We moved on. This is good. Great. Good job, everyone. Go enjoy your Tuesday. Go watch all the YouTube clips of all these people on SNL. It'll make you infinitely happier and watch the them while the working so that you can you know take the ease off of the work yes uh, yeah and uh now it's time just think, think, think the and now off. we dance now it's time for sprockets when we dance, we dance. <laughs> <laughs> all right bye everyone <laughs> your opinion is trash is produced by no one Edited by Matt Jackson with graphic design from Matt Phelan and original music by K the Beast. Ooh. Please subscribe, like, and rate us on all podcast platforms and join our Patreon for more nonsense. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Listeners, they're dancing.